We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Shut your mouth! Good day, sir! Say hello to my new friend! How you doing, Craig? Uh, by the way, I'm How fantastic. How are you, baby? I think both of us are... Average looking. Average? I think we're both okay. And I'm a playmate. What are you talking about, average? Thank God James Dolan owns the Knicks. Boom, bomb, boom. You know what bothers me about it? What? It's the fact that you're the messenger. What? I'm not going to lie to you because you're the worst. Look, Craig. Because I've decided no, no. I don't like you. I want to be a Philadelphia. And here we go. All right, welcome inside WFAN Studios, as always, on a Friday afternoon. In for Cartman Roberts, I'm D.A. Damon Amendolara. For ease, you can always call me by my initials, but we know that Mike never liked that, so you can use my full name. Damon Amendolara with you over the course of the next couple of hours. Gosh, there is a ton to get to, obviously, after last night's disaster from the New York Jets and Zach Wilson. We'll talk about the Mets' huge addition this week and all of this energy around the Mets about how Steve Cohen did the other owners dirty. I saw a quote that said, other owners feel like the system's broken now. Oh, oh, really? Oh, we should dissect that as well. Big Giants game tomorrow, Giants and Vikings this weekend. We will preview and much, much more. So, Glad you're along for the ride. And the first thing that struck me watching last night's Jets and Jaguars game, I grew up with friends that were Jets fans and family members that are Jets fans. And I thought, these people that went to this game deserve a type of presidential ovation reserved for dignitaries. I just thought to myself, I'm sitting at home warm on the couch, picking through dinner, and I still don't want to be watching this. For the people that actually went and sat through that, that disaster, there has to be something we can do for those people. I mean, think about this. That's midweek, rush hour, commute time traffic, during the holidays, fighting your way to get to the Meadowlands. Then you get there, and you're plunking down 60 bucks to park. They know they got you. You can't walk to MetLife Stadium. So, boom, there's 60 bucks out of your pocket right there. Now it's also raining all night. And so you're sitting outside, those poor people in ponchos, 
raincoats, hats, drenched. Now, for your travels and for your money, you got Zach Wilson laying a stinky pile of debris for three hours. You saw a measly three points put up, a field goal. Game was over at halftime, and now you got to trudge back to your car and sit in at least an hour's worth of traffic to get out of the parking lot and then out to Route 3 or wherever you're going to go. For everybody that made that trip, I salute you. Because today, you must just want to fall down and cry. That, that that was your afternoon, that that was your evening, that that's how you decided to spend a holiday night. And if the Jets, if the Jets, and I could say this about a lot of franchises, had a respect for the fan, endurance, they'd give everybody that left that game yesterday on the way out the door some type of voucher. Even if you only throw 50 bucks, say, hey, you can use it at the team store. Use it at Jets.com. Use it NFL Shop Online. Here's 50 bucks. Thanks. You endured. You braved the elements. And we gave you nothing, nothing to cheer for. That would at least be something. Something. But I'm driving in today. Listen to BT. Discuss. This is the life of Jets fans, and it's so true, this tortured affair, that it would be nice just to tip the cap and say, we know you didn't have to do this, but you did it anyway. Because last night, top to bottom, was an absolute disaster. Now, we can get into the defense giving up a 96-yard drive. We can go into whether that team was really ready for that game. We can certainly get into Robert Sala and the holes in his coaching. But ultimately, it's so evident you have to discuss Zach Wilson because it's just, it is the blinking light. Trying not to be hyperbolic, trying not to be overly reactionary, it's over. I honestly did not come away from last night's game thinking that you could really ever play him again. We heard the booze rain down on Zach Wilson early last night. And when you are removed from a game for a Canadian Football League backup and the offense instantaneously looks better, I'm really not sure how you can ever trot Zach Wilson out there again. Now, you might say, well, look, you can't respond to the scrutiny or the negativity of the fans, the booing. You can't, you can't react to the booing of the fans. So that's, that's fair. And you can't respond to the media. It can't just be about reacting to the media. And that's fair. But let's set aside our own feelings here as the fans of the media. And let's look at how that team played. One thing was glaring. The Jets didn't believe they could win. Not once Zach Wilson had his first three and out. Not once the offense started looking so bad early. Oh, I know they showed up in their costumes and their apparel and their attire and their whatever that whole thing is. Acting as though, oh, yeah, we're confident. 
we're excited. But once you saw the body language on the field, did that look like a team that felt as though we're in this, we can win this? Absolutely not. The entire body language of that team began shrinking and shriveling early. Now, if this were to happen against the Philadelphia Eagles, all right, against the Kansas City Chiefs, okay, against one of the best teams in football, hey, all right, that happens. It was against the Jaguars. It was against the six and eight Jaguars. That team didn't believe it could win. That much was apparent. And if that team didn't believe it could win, how can you ever bring Zach Wilson back out there, trot him out there and say, no, we're going to give him another shot. Now, I can't sit here for four and a half hours and just absolutely annihilate Zach Wilson as though he's the only reason the Jets were bad last night. That's not fair. And you can absolutely make the case that Zach was drafted into an organization with a defensive coach. And once again, the injuries played a factor and a bad situation plays a factor and changing offensive schemes. Fine, fine. But ultimately, can you look that locker room in the face after last night if you're Robert Sala and say, and we're playing Zach again? Forget this next game. I'm talking about ever. I'm talking about ever. I don't think you can. And from a Zach Wilson personality standpoint, either he understands the error of his ways, not taking responsibility after the Patriots' loss, or he's been told what to say and he's saying it. So that's fine. Give him a passing grade there. But just saying those things, just saying those platitudes, just saying what people want to hear doesn't equate to making anybody believe inside the locker room. Again, I can I can separate the fans of the media and negativity and booing and scrutiny. And that's that's not who should make decisions. We, the emotional ones, should not make the decisions. But you can't have watched last night's game and feel like they thought they had any chance once the early returns were in and Zach was bad again. Once he was bad again. So I just think last night's the, the final chapter And the smartest thing the Jets can probably do is just turn to somebody else the rest of the way. If Mike White is healthy, it's got to be Mike White. If not, choose whether it's whoever, Flacco, whoever. You want to play a former Winnipeg Blue Bomber, fine. I don't think you're talking about playoffs right now. I think for the final two weeks of the season, you're assessing what happens at quarterback, and Zach's not it. It's just, it's not it. Because these two games were a referendum on something about Zach. On something. There had to have been something in the last eight quarters of football that you can look at and say, well, you know what? There's something there. There's something there. We need time for it to grow, to germinate, to develop. But there's something there. I would beg the question today... What could you have possibly taken away from last night to say there's something to build upon? And that's relatively terrifying that there actually isn't anything. And he was the number two pick overall. And the idea that at this point in time, it might still happen. I just feel like if it happens, it ain't ever going to be great. 
and it ain't going to happen here. That's just the vibe that I got after last night. Do I think Zach Wilson can ever become who he was compared to during the pro day, Aaron Rodgers? Of course not. Do I think he can be a palatable, middle-of-the-road, break-glass-in-case-of-emergency quarterback? I mean, maybe? The Taylor Heineke's of the world, the Jacoby Brissett's of the world, the Jameis Winston's of the world, where you kind of just use them in a pinch if you don't have anything better, and Andy Dalton, maybe. But those guys also showed some brief glimpses at some point in time where you say, well, we we can if we can bottle that, man, two throws a game isn't it. Two throws a game isn't it. That's just that's not enough to build anything upon, and it just is not going to happen here. So that's to me, the big takeaway is that last night, yeah, the playoffs are dashed. And yes, it's absolutely an indicator that this team just didn't have what it took when it mattered. But it's also, I think, closure. I really do. I think last night was closure that you just know, okay, well, Zach ain't it. And there just unfortunately is a confluence of events with the Zach Wilson thing that makes this far more negative than it really could be or should be. And that is that the Jets are good enough to not get a really good draft pick out of this. If they were drafting in the top five, the top six, the top seven, you could say, you know what? We've seen enough with Zach. We can draft the next guy. And it wouldn't be great, but at least it would be something. Too good. That won't happen. Quarterbacks get selected, swiped off the shelves like the final Furbies at Target. All right, I could probably get a a more modern reference there, but you know what I'm talking about. And this is a town that is not going to sit by and watch bad quarterbacking and let it happen, you know? If this was Jacksonville, uh, maybe. If this was Houston, uh, maybe. If there weren't pressures to win and win now because the playoff streak is so long and because the torture is so deep, well, then maybe. But that is not happening here. Also, He wasn't drafted 12th overall or even 7th overall. It's 2nd. And it was 2nd after that guy. And so it's not Zach's fault that Trevor Lawrence is going to end up being a generational quarterback, but it was so stark last night. It was almost unfair that the TV broadcast kept comparing the two. Because it was like, wow, you're comparing one guy who's all state on varsity to a JV kid that, you know, can't complete a five-yard pass. Like, this is not a fair fight. Trevor Lawrence is already one of the five best quarterback, young quarterbacks in the game, if you said under the age of 25. If you said, like, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow are already established, that next generation, he's either one, two, I mean, he's that high. His last two months have been scintillating, and you saw him in complete control of the offense. And, you know, yeah, last year, last year it was bad, and last year they didn't see the same type of growth out of Trevor Lawrence, but that's a completely different thing because Urban Meyer was a nightmare. Urban Meyer was a disaster. That was toxic. It was dysfunctional. Yeah, that's that's not a good indicator of what Trevor Lawrence is. It's fair to use this year with Zach Wilson as an indicator. 
because the defense has been at times excellent. He's in a playoff race. He's in an organization that has talent around him, certainly on offense. And they've babied him. I mean, Urban Meyer is hes a total lying, scandalous cheat who had one foot out the door the moment he got the check signed. And Trevor Lawrence was a five-star kid getting recruited and a national champion at Clemson. And as a true freshman, one of the best quarterbacks in the country, won big games against elite NFL talent and had a bad year last year. Zach Wilson had one good season at BYU. One. At BYU, independent. One. One good season. And had a great pro day. I mean... You know, unfortunately, I thought last night was closure. Yep, that he ain't it. That's it. This is done. Now you just got to move on and start finding solutions to problems. And maybe that's Jimmy Garoppolo. Maybe that is bundling picks to trade up to get into the, the sweepstakes for one of the guys that might fall out of the top three, a Will Levis out of Kentucky, something like that. Maybe it's not Garoppolo. Maybe it's somebody else. But I just thought maybe it's Mike White, but it ain't Zach Wilson. I thought last night that became abundantly clear because you just can't have a team that doesn't believe it can win because you're on the field. And I think back, I grew up in a Giants family and watching that 2004 Giants season where Eli came in after, what, five or six games or maybe 10 or 11 games with Kurt Warner. And that final run of the season, they didn't win those games. That was a giant season that could have been in the wild card race and it nosedive once they put Eli in. But I don't ever remember the Giants' body language looking like we can't win this game because this guy under center can't get it done. I don't ever remember that from the 04 Giants. And there were glimpses. There were brief glimpses that late that season where you go, well, okay, that's why he was the number one pick. That's why. He's of Manning stock. That's why the Giants had the faith in him. I don't think you could possibly say any of those things about Zach Wilson. And last night, the team just looked like it was dead men walking for maybe some other reasons, but certainly he did not help it. All right, you guys, obviously, we've got a lot to talk about here on the show, so the phone lines are always open for you, and... um We'll take tweets as well. You can tweet at me, DA, on CBS. Usually you can catch me mornings on the national side of things down the hallway over here on CBS Sports Radio, so on Twitter, at DA on CBS. I'll take a break here. We'll come back. I want to jump into your phone calls. Also, I don't want to do this to Jets fans, but I feel like I've got to. When you look at the rest of the top 10 picks in that draft, it's haunting. Damon Amendolara in for Carton and Roberts today here on WFAN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is kind. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. 
Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.